Hello and welcome to Power Playthrough, a Super Sentai retrospective. Mm-hmm. My name is Dan. My name is Freddy. And we are sitting in a hot room. Oh, yeah. It's 10, 10 p.m. on a Sunday. It is. This is like getting close to the ninth hour. I have to be at work in eight hours. Yeah. And we are going to talk with you for the next hour about Die Ranger. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, very... Uh, it's uh, it's kind of like um, it's power play through at night. It's kind of like a uh, like a D- DJ for a jazz radio or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's very or talk radio, you know. Something. It's very. That's, that's our calmest intro we've ever done. Yes, and I'm gonna spin my first record for you, airing originally. May 21st in 1993. Uh, Thump- Thumpty Wilson, I spilled pickle juice all over my dashboard. Yes, that's, that's going to be the song that follows. <laughs> Ka Kabuki Boy. Ka Kabuki Boy. Uh, originally came out May 21st, 1993. Yeah. Um, actually, this, ho- this whole block was super entertaining. It was a lot of fun. The, the third one is going to be my favorite, just because of some some special special gorma in there. But uh, Kabu- we were talking about Kabuki Boy. Yeah, we were talking about our group of friends outside of the podcast world. Yeah, would all really enjoy Die Ranger because it's been a treat. It's everything is hitting on each person's sensibilities. Um, our friend who has uh, decided that he is the devil. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he uh, he would like all the demonic undertones of the Gorma. Yeah, he would. Um, he would like their style. We have a friend that is over the top, and he does a lot of Kabuki style movements, and he loves to hit people with nunchucks. Yeah, so this Kabuki boy is right up his alley. Yeah, definitely. He has a pair of nunchucks on the couch, and just ready to go when yeah. he wants to get real low and come at you. Yeah, it's real silly. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> this episode starts with uh, some bank guards, like like the armored truck guards, yeah, escorting out like a sack of money. Yeah, and we don't kind of see anything, but this guard just kind of like sees up a little bit, and he freaks out. Yeah, and he just starts. He takes a big bag of money, and he just like kicks he, the other he, guards. Like, yeah, I believe he hits him with his baton or his and he or just his like staff sword, away. as I've said before. <laughs> Yeah, and he runs off, and it's real funny because the next scene we get is Shoji and Ryo, and Shoji is trying to chuck him. Basically, Try, he's he's asking for eighty bucks. Yeah, he's like, I just need a little money. Eighty bucks will do it. Eighty bucks will do it. And Ryo is just no. He's no, just no, like, no. I just need eight thousand yen, man. Eight thousand yeah. yen. Just give it to me. Yeah, Ryo is not having any of it. When all of a sudden, in eighty eight eight was it? Eight thousand dollar bill is that a thing? No, no. There's well, he convenient. Well, there's a ten thousand. Okay, well, a bill fa- like is in front of them. Shoji yeah. freaks out. Eighty bucks, and he runs <laughs> at it, and then more money starts coming from the sky. Yes, everyone's losing their mind. And Shoji see... has a stack of bills in his mouth well, by the end of this. Yeah the 
the guard, you see him on top of the bridge, and he's throwing, he's just throwing yeah. yen everywhere. Yeah, and every everyone crazy. Yeah, Rio's money. the only one that's like, why is this guy doing this? Because Shoji is, like I said, trying to inhale the money. And two salarymen from the bank come in, and they're like, "We needs to be stopped." Uh, and yeah. they immediately walk up to Shoji, and they're like, "Give us the money back." <laughs> Again, and he doesn't. He looks like an insane person because he has fistful of these dollars or these bills. It's pouring out of every pocket. Yeah, and he has a like a stack. He has a he has a stack of them between his teeth. Yeah, as they take the money from. But the when g- they ask for the money back, he just hands it to them. Yeah, because he's a good boy. Ultimately, yeah, he's greedy, but he's a good boy. Um, the the so the the guard kind of like freaks out again, and now he gets full on Kabuki theater face paint, and he's and, got the headdress. A, yeah, the big wig slash headdress, the white, you know, the looking little... like Jiraiya from uh, from Naruto. Yeah, yeah, Jiraiya's a good one. Yeah, and he does the whole. Kabuki stance with the with the palm out the hand the hand out uh, palm outstretched and all that and he's doing the whole neck crank thing he's bouncing on one foot yeah everywhere he goes uh, Rio and Shoji uh, transform and they try and fight him and like they're they're stopped by like a a chakra kind of disc yeah like like Xena throws yeah and, and it stops the possession yeah. But it also comes back to this old man with a Fu Manchu. Yeah, he does have a Fu... They say that themselves, like, he's got, like, a Fu Manchu thing. But he catches the chakra, and he does this weird kind of, like, he's working out a kink in his neck thing, or he's like... Like, he keeps turning his, like, his head. It's it's a it's a trait they pick up on, and they they mention in the next scene when they're describing what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old man warns, like, you can't, you know... You can't be. You can't kill him. You have to capture him. Yeah, referring you, to whatever was in the guard. Um, you would all be dead. Yeah, back in, back at the uh, at Kaku's uh, dojo or whatever uh, Kaku's op- base lair. of operation. Yeah, you know, um, they're relaying what happened and they explain. They describe the old man. Yeah, and this is very suspicious to Rin because she, after hearing that the old guy Fu Manchu has like a kink in his neck. She runs out the building. Yeah, she, she runs. Goes, Does all... he really do the the neck thing? Yeah. They're like, yeah. And he goes, she goes, all right, I'm out. Yeah. Like without saying much, she she dips. She runs and she goes to her apartment. And sure enough, the old man's there. And the the boys followed her, and they're freaking out when they see it. Like Shoji and Rio. Yeah. Like that's that's him. That's him. Turns out this old man is her grandpa, or technically not a grandpa. It's her grandma's uncle or it's grandma's her grandma's, uh, brother. grandma's brother. So her great uncle yes is that how it works um but yeah he this this old man is her family and he's trying to like clean up it's pretty funny uh he like he's saying that rin's very very dirty because she has stuff like hanging around i believe there's a joke with a bra and then there he also sees like a bit of cloth hanging out of the closet he's like so messy and he goes to open the closet and you immediately point out it's, it's just a a mountain of manga just falls out. A on mountain her. of manga falls up, falls on. It's pretty funny. They help him out. Um, we see that the shock, the chakra thing he has, he made it. Yeah. He he's actually an, a weapons maker. Well, uh, he Kaku made... shows up there and he goes, "Oh, oh yeah, see, this yeah. man, 
he's not just an old man. He is a That's weapons his, creator. Like, it's his sensei. It's like Kaku's. Yeah. He created the aura changers. So this, I don't know if he taught Kaku everything. Well, this, but Kaku refers to him as sensei. Yeah. So it's like, could be just a teacher, could be Kaku's teacher. Regardless, dude, this dude is of some stature. He made the weapons. He made the aura changers. This dude's a important guy. Yeah. And we, um, the Gorma are like, they're at a uh, amphitheater of sorts. Yeah. There's a stage going up, and we get introduced to Kabuki Boy. Yeah. He's got a giant head. He's got the Kabuki face paint. He's like one of the. He's like a Mardi Gras head. Yeah, he is like a Mardi Gras head. And one of the grossest things is that they make the eyes blink. Yeah, the eyes move, and, that's, and it's it's scary. It's super unnerving. It's very very scary. Um, he, uh, like. So the goal, the goal here is just general Gorma chaos stuff where you're like, well, go out there, do your thing. Kabuki is all about the showmanship, you know, yeah. all, all, all such a huge, uh, such a big, um, likes to make a big entrance, you know, yeah. he's a showman, he's, but a, he's in theater. The way they kind of do it is that he, he does the like invisible jumps, so I don't think that people can see him. Yeah, I don't think they. Can, yeah, I don't think so either, because he kind of disappears in this, in in like a busy, in a busy sidewalk yeah. as he's watching a construction worker uh, jackhammer the the pavement, and he does this like you said this invisible jump. He calls it an invisible jump, and he possesses the construction worker. What's really crazy because construction worker picks up the the jackhammer. Uh, knocks walks down over the, to the police. Yeah, knocks station. down the fence. Walks over to the police station that's right adjacent to what he was working on, and just starts drilling the wall. And it's like, it's not a prop. It's like actually, he, yeah, he's really jackhammering the wall. Yeah, it's actually like cutting into the wall. Mm-hmm. When um, when he goes inside, a policeman follows him, and then the construction worker comes out, scared, normal, and runs off while the policeman comes out now with the kabuki face paint and the kabuki headdress and Just all that firing, firing a weapon off. into a crowd um there's a what is he like a ramen is it uh, a ramen a delivery soba boy soba soba what's soba i'm not it's familiar. it's another noodle it's more gritty okay so there yeah there's a soba uh delivery man and he's and he generally <laughs> when you get meals you have a choice of udon noodles or soba noodles because okay. you get your whole meal and then you get a soup on the side Oh. So he's just delivering the noodles to the restaurants. Okay, gotcha. He gets in the way of this delivery man, and the only thing that stops him is the bike collides right into his crotch. Yeah. And that's enough to knock Kabuki out of the body, but then he just jumps into the delivery man's body and yeah, then rides the bike. A, after he has a whole moment of grabbing his, his junk, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, yeah. you hurt my Kabuki oh. boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you heard my little kabuki boys. Yeah. <laughs> my little showman. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. After he gets hit in the crotch with the bicycle, he jumps into the body of the delivery man. And now he's riding this bike. And he rides down some stairs while the uh, the rangers show up and try to stop him. Yes. He's dropping the, the noodles everywhere. It's you know. so sad. Those are good noodles. It's pretty ridiculous. They lose him, but they... Short, like a short distance away, there's a big commotion at this jewelry store. Yeah, where there's like a SWAT team set up. Apparently, and, there's a robber, and Shoji gets real like, yeah, 
He gets to be one of those boys. He's like, no, no, police are doing something. We could get the Kabuki boy later. We got to see what's going on. Yeah, and there, here comes this, like, Lupin-looking guy, like, right out of a Lupin uh, anime. And he looks like Jigen. He kinda, yeah, it kind of looks like Jigen. That's right, that's the name. Was. Yeah, I was looking for that for, like, an hour. <laughs> Shoji, uh, Shoji and Ryu uh, chase him through mm-hmm. this building. Um, sure enough, when they get to the top, he's possessed by Kabuki. Yeah, and he, and pulls he busts out, out the chucks, which his, are uh, show clapper nunchucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big squares. Yeah, he uh, gives gives the Rangers a pretty good fight. Yeah, they, they like... can't really beat him. Yeah, but they do corner him, and once they get him onto like the corner of the building, he threatens like, "If you guys get any closer, I'm gonna jump off this, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna kill whoever's body this is." And then they're like, "Ah." Like, okay. We can't do anything. And then uh, Yufeng, or Gohan, yeah, shows up, and he says, No, let him fall. It's just, like, that won't kill him. That'll just bruise him, if anything, and then we'll we'll capture him from there. But it'll kill the body he's in, and it doesn't matter. He then starts wrestling with this this robber, the kabuki boy in the robber's body, and he's trying to push him over the ledge. He's, like, really, like, uh, shug-knighting him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like he's really shook, knighting him and holding him over the ledge, and then he hits him with a cane and he knocks him over. Yeah, his body falls to the ground. They all go after it, like that, or they all race uh, down the stairs to the bottom, and yeah, there's a dead body on the ground. Yeah, they, they go they, and they, touch him, and they're like, uh, "He's Shoji." Dead. Yeah, like Shoji checks his vitals, and he, or Daigo, one of the one of them, checks his vitals, like, "Oh, he dead," and and, and Go Gohan was like, "Oh." Yeah, he's he like, like, Kabuki must have jumped off of him before he hit the ground. Let's go find him. <laughs> yeah, he has, he has wastes no time. He yeah. doesn't care. The Die Ranger are like, no, we have to stay for the police. We don't... There's a dead guy here. Yeah. With, like, this guy died, you know, and they're it, all... It, they're like, we just killed a person. That's, it, he's not Gorma. They're, yeah, it's, it's very uh, severe. It's, very, uh, it's a very serious situation because it does seem like they just killed a man. Yeah. Um, the police show up, and that's where that episode ends, because it is basically a two-parter. Yeah. Um, the next episode yeah. is called... I, I I like I like the title a lot. We have two different titles, but the one on the DVD, the Shout Factory DVD, which Shout makes this all possible, by the way. Yeah. Um, well, let's well, get married. Time to get married. Oh, time to get married. Excuse me. Yeah. Well, time to get married. This uh, aired uh, May 28th, 1993. So they're with the body, and the police show up. And the first thing he says is like, "We didn't kill him." Someone, no. someone blurts out, "It's like we didn't murder him." Yeah, uh, it's it's Shoji. Yeah, Shoji. Yeah, he'd first... be the one that does it. He's like, "It wasn't us." He, he, but he, yeah, he like he's the, the first thing anyone says is Shoji blurting out, "We didn't kill him." And then they're like, "Which yeah. is always very suspicious," you know. <laughs> but the police just straight up are like, "Yeah, we know this guy robbed a jewelry store and." That we killed him. Yeah, the police gunned him down back at the jewelry store. So and, Kabuki Boy's been running around, and then they show like they lift his his jacket, and there's a bullet hole right where his heart would be. You know, and they're like, "How did his body get here, though?" Yeah, Kabuki Boy can possess a corpse apparently, and dance that around too. Pretty crazy. You yeah, know? like considering the, the like it really opens up uh, Kabuki Boy's uh, power, and they do play with that too because you do see that. Uh, with these 
with basically no limitations, that boy goes all out yeah. with, with what he possesses. So they're, they're relieved that they didn't kill a man. When they go back to the hideout, um, where, uh, Gohan reveals why he says he can't kill Kabuki. Yeah, that the his fiance is trapped inside of Kabuki Boy's stomach yeah, because Sho- he ate her. Shokyo? Shokyo, yeah. Yeah, Shokyo, yeah, he swallowed Shokyo and is currently inside him. So that's why Gohan uh, says he can't kill her. Yeah. Can't kill him. And then we find out that, yeah, since he's... They- they There's go, a big age difference. They say, you're getting married? Goes, yeah. Yeah. You're 70 years old. Yeah, your Rin, age? Yeah, Rin's like a year age. Yeah. How old is she? 40? 50? Yeah. She's 20. And everybody's floored. And Rin is like, she's my age. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, it's... Oof. And he said, yeah, she said she loves me. <laughs> so. All right, man. I guess that's enough. Go on. Yeah. Um, at the, uh, like some warehouse, uh, Kabuki's with the Gorma and the Gorma said like, um, you need to release her. Yeah. And, uh, why, why'd they tell her to release? Why'd they tell him to release her? Because Gohan will come nonstop. Oh, that's right. So they need to deal with him properly. Yeah. Okay. And this is, this is right. the way to draw him out. Gotcha, gotcha. When he released her, she's she's a like a theater dancer, and yes. she has like the outfit for it. Something <laughs> sticks out like the the biggest sore thumb when, you've ever seen. When she drops out, we're like, "What is the point of this?" And she stands up, and there is a white sword, <laughs> yeah, with a tiger's head <laughs> at the top of it. Yeah. And like, a fun little coin in the middle of it. I wonder who that's for. Yeah, it's so, like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, it is the, I said it's like the biggest sort of, that, that expression mean, is meant for this because, man, does that stick out. But at the same time, would you feel that way if you didn't know whose blade that was? Kind of still because it doesn't, like, she yeah she's dressed for theater but that thing is huge and very sentai you know it's just it's it's got that feeling so i would be like there's got to be something going on with that thing. that thing's way too elaborate of a prop just to be some just add to be on. some side piece yeah some add on to her costume you know that's way too elaborate yeah but um yeah she sure enough has saba you know as we know in mighty morphin biako Biaku, that's his name? Yes. Biaku. Biaku chan. Biaku chan. Well, we're not far. Yeah. But, um, so in the meantime, Lynn and her uncle or grandpa, uncle grandpa, and they, they, they talk a bit. She's like talk, trying to convince, she is too young for you. Yeah. What are you doing? Because, look, she came to me, she told me she loved me, and I just went with it. I'm not going that is pretty much verbatim what he said. I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth like this. I guess so, man. Like Goes, so here, here's the big wheel blade, which is the chakram. Yeah, big wheel blade is what it's called. And he goes, "Why are you giving me your weapon? You're so proud of it." And he goes, "I have extra." And he pulls another one out of his shirt. And he teaches her how to use it. Yes. And, and showing like the different kind of like techniques and tossing it around and all that. Yeah. Um they come to find out that, uh, like, after well, after this little bit... Kabuki shows up with an arrow and fires it at 
Oh, yeah, uh, he has, like, a, what's it called, a Yuma? It's a little bow? Yeah, yeah he, he fires, fires it at Gohan's feet. It might not have been a little bow. He's got a real big head. Oh, that's true. So it may have been a big bow, because he does, yeah, that's right. It looked little, but he does have a giant head. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he shoots a ransom letter, uh, saying, like, you know, given, given, like, I have her, she's she's uh, caged up, you know, better come. Yeah. Um, for a duel. The, um, elsewhere in, in, in the city... They're, they're like... Oh, we need to put a plot point in here. Yeah, because so there's a news report playing on the side of a building. That athletes like, are missing. There's a boxer, a martial artist, and a kendo fighter just gone. Yeah. Oh. And when that happened, I looked at Freddy and went, cool, I guess we needed to know that. Yeah, yeah. And it, we didn't, and we did. It's not, it's, uh, it's not necessary, but uh, okay, sure. Like it, maybe it's to really allude you directly to that. Like, oh, those are missing. Uh oh, that means you know, yeah, you know, maybe for you to connect the dots on your own. But um, Yu Fang or Gohan shows up at the at the spot, and he's immediately assaulted by Kabuki boxer. Yeah, and Shokyo is surrounded. She's in a she's in a shark cage surrounded by fire. Yeah, it's real gimmicky. Yeah, it's something Paul Bear would be in. You know. Or some other kind of wrestling manager or a valet. Or, it's real, real gimmicky. Yeah, this is a, like... Attitude era kind of... This is kendo stick on a pole match kind of gimmicky. Some kind of silliness for sure. So he handles Boxer pretty well. And then... Uh, yeah, he's showing that his kung fu is stronger than anything. Uh, Kabuki jumps out of the boxer body, runs to the other room, and there's a, there's a tied-up karate guy. The tied up martial artist. He jumps into martial artist, flexes out of the rope, so he was still tied in. Yeah. Uh, he, he immediately gets beaten by. It's, by, it's uh, like two, uh, two attacks. Yeah, and he just gets like, uh, I think he gets like swept, and then that's it. And this time we see Kabuki depossess. <laughs> yeah, a, a very unfortunate position when he. I gotta be careful of my wording here. A very. When he materializes very unfortunate position when he appears yeah you know, like because he's it's he has he, mounted a man he has mounted a man yes he looks like he has mounted a man and now he moves on to the next body he he runs away and gohan's kind of lost by him and when he comes around a corner a sword comes to like cut his face yeah and there here comes the uh the kendo the yes. fighter who has a sword now so it's uh, Kabuki Kendo, I guess you would call him. Yeah. And it's... It's another very, like, none yeah. of these guys are standing up to Yufang. Yufang's a He's a, a boss. master. Yeah, I mean, if you train Kaku, you know, like... Yeah. He's got it covered. The last one's real fun, Well, though. when they knock him out, he... It's again mounting a man. Yeah, it's, that's just and how he... This just how he appears after... He stands up. He's done. And he goes, I know what to do. And he runs away. Like he disappears behind some boxes, and then, and then the boxes break down, and there is a robot with kabuki paint and the wig on. <laughs> yeah, he's and stomping he's coming forward, all strong, and he's, he's like, like "You never thought that I would possess a robot." And and he falls over. We were standing there, we we're like, "Yeah, I guess not." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I, that's true. It's very true. I didn't expect any of that. He falls over, pretty good bit, where he's all, "Oh my!" Yeah, I think. He says, my buttocks are too heavy. Yes. Yeah, yeah I think that's exact. He does say buttocks. It's all, my buttocks are too heavy. Yes. Whichever one is done. 
after you've fallen over. Yeah. I feel like my buttocks is too heavy all the time. Yeah, me, my, my buttocks is too heavy. That's why it? we podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. My, my buttocks is too heavy. I gotta sit here and talk about my my love for TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my butt. I don't want to do a normal job because my buttocks is too heavy. I want to sit here and talk about TV. <laughs> Oh. His robot, his robot buttocks are are too he, heavy. He hits Gohan so hard. Well, he, first he lasers him, and Gohan gets out of the way. But then he just just clatters his face. Yeah, he uppercuts his face, and Gohan goes flying. And uh, yeah, you would think that this old man's face has turned to mush. Yeah, uh, because a robot just uppercutted him. And when he goes for the, excuse me. Ugh. And when he goes for the finishing blow on Master Gohan, he's about to step on his neck. <laughs> the Big Wheel Blade comes and cracks. I love that name, by the way, Big Wheel Blade. Yeah, that's great. I love I love Big Wheel. I had one. Uh, I had a Ninja Turtle one, too. When I, don't I don't think left... it was Big Wheel brand, but I had a Ninja Turtle one. Last week, before recording, after leaving your house, there was that kid riding a Big Wheel into the street, and I thought that he was going to just run into yeah, my car. Yeah, but he did it. He, he juked us pretty hard. He hit the brakes, and he spun out. Yeah, it was, it was pretty... actually super Remember cool. that Big Wheel that yeah. did that specifically, that you did cool spin-outs with? Yeah. Where you cranked back on it, and it went... Like, it was super dope. And I, I remember... Uh, I gotta remember... I, Gotta find out the name of that one, but it was that one was super cool, and I wanted that, but I was already too old for big wheels by the time that one came out. Yeah, that kid did that to me, and I my heart jumped a little you bit. Got but shook, I, <laughs> but I also thought it looked real cool. Yeah, like you're like oh, like you you adulted for a second. Oh, you know. Yeah. But then you wanted to roll down the window. It was like keep it up, kid. <laughs> you know, like give him a nod of approval. Because <laughs> that's how yeah I felt the same way. Where I was like, are you crazy? But at the same time... Do you see my Ford Fiesta coming down the street? You're gonna get killed, you know, like, put a... You know, the whole... loot. You're gonna lose an eye, or put a helmet on, you're gonna crack your head open, you know. Don't ride your big wheel down a hill into the busy street. At the same time, like, you're rad. Yeah. Keep your spirit, yeah. child. Yeah. Never <laughs> lose that. <laughs> yeah, never, never lose those big wheel skills. But uh, you yeah. Ever the think big about wheel... you ever think about having big wheel energy? Big wheel energy. Yeah, I like that one. Big wheel energy. Yeah, because it, it there is a presence with with riding a big wheel as 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 a kid that age. You Man, know? can you imagine coming down? You roll up on some teenagers. You did. You got a big wheel, and there's two dudes trying to trying to talk to two girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're smoking cigarettes because they're teenagers. They're bad kids. Yeah. And you roll up on them and you look at those girls and one of those girls, your sister, and be like, "I'm gonna tell dad that you were smoking." Yeah. And you just, but you roll up real hard and then yeah. you do that crank back and spin yeah. out next yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah, and you're but... like, "I'm gonna tell dad," and then you just start riding back home. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's so cool. That is that is so cool. that is the ideal scenario is where you get one over on your sister. Yeah. What a big old so much so that her teenage friends are like, "Wow. Your little brother, he was stunting on you." Yeah. Your little brother is probably the coolest kid we've ever seen. Those 
those magical scenarios as a child is what made it worth living. You know, (laughs) you wanted to, you wanted to see how this life thing was going to play out. So you could potentially hit those, you know, hit those, 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 uh, conceived moments in your mind. Yeah. You know, like the, those are, it's like the, okay. Goofy movie, you know, when Max Mm -hmm. does the power line thing. Oh yeah. He did it. I've been I've dreamt about that my entire life. I've always wanted to have my lip syncing the power line moment. Yeah, I've always wanted to stand out until you notice me. Yeah, and where you have the whole school, especially with Roxanne, have the whole school cheer you on. Yeah. Whoa. He was that song was so right. Yeah. After today, you know, like that's right. That's right, Max. We didn't we didn't get to see what happened at school, you know, once it was back on, or like after the trip. But he's set for life. Yeah, at least in that school. And the legend is probably gonna go further to school because that's how it works. And the best part is, is that he told his lie, and then lived up to it. No, we're going to go. We're gonna dance with Powerline. My dad knows him. Yeah, and. Yeah, and they ended up dancing with Power. Well, they said they were going to concert. My dad knows them, so we got seats. But then, like, just to prove, like, oh, yeah, I'm here at the Powerline concert, but now I'm dancing with them on, on stage. Yeah. Max had a... The, the, no wonder that movie resonates with everyone so well, because everyone wanted that. That's yeah. the coolest thing. Those impossible scenarios that you made up for yourself that are never going to happen... They happened for him, and it was—it just felt so. You've lived vicariously through Maxi Goof, you know, for the that hour and a half, and it was wonderful. And also, they, there's some real like genuine the high dad soup stuff and all that. Like, uh, God, what a beautiful movie! But um, that like doing that, wanting to do that, aspiring to do that—that's that's what keeps you going as a kid, man. Like you, 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 those big. I guess what we're saying is that big wheel energy, yeah. you know, uh, capitalize on that, seize that, hold on to that. There, there doesn't have to be a stopping point as you grow up. Be you your know, best Max Goof. Yeah, be your best Max Goof. Have your big wheel energy at all times. You can, you can still be power line, or you can still lip sync the power line, or what? You can still have your power line moment. You can yeah. still have your standout moment. You know, jeez, dude, what a. That's wholesome. That's real wholesome, real positive. I like that big wheel energy. That's pretty good. But that's what the Rangers use to uh, save Gohan. Where were we at? Um, big wheel energy, saving oh, the day. okay. So they, the yeah, big they, wheel comes in and it crushes Kabuki Robot. Yeah, and, and the, Gorma, the Gorma Triumvirate are in a car. Yeah, they're riding off. And they're kind of like watching the scene and they're like, uh, I forgot What's which weird Gorm- is that they're watching it on a screen inside of Shadam's brief- briefcase. Yeah, in Shadam's briefcase, there's a bunch of enlargement bombs, which is funny. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, and Shadam kind of goes, what is yeah. that sword? Yeah, oh, just like we that. were. Yeah, just like we were. Like, what's it? And the camera zooms in, like, enhance. In. You know? Yeah, it zooms in on Biako's face, and it's like... Enhance. Oh, we need that. Yeah, that's... They know it's a big deal. Cueing us in, I mean, cluing us in 
that it's a big deal. We knew that, but like it's good for for uh, for first time watch uninitiated. Yeah, it's like oh, that's a big deal. Yeah, they end up uh, being able to free. Uh, yeah, sh- using uh, the chakra. You using the chakra because it like the wind. Uh, like, well, she's also got the wind power. She so. also got the wind power, which we come to find out is that yeah, the chakra gets energized with yes. the chi. So she uses her chi energy of the wind to blow out the fire. Yes. Um. They they then transform. Um. And the robot is finished for sure. It's like, well, the robot is defeated to the point where... Well, she uses her wind chakra and it separates the two of them but blows up the robot. Yeah, Yeah, the robot's robot's destroyed in a big explosion as, you know, it's going to happen. The uh, Triumvirate try to uh, corner uh, uh, Gohan and... Shokyo. Shokyo. And they use their chi bomber. The rangers use their chi, chi bomber to try and stop them. And they... And like unison, they hold out their hands together, and they barely hold off the well, energy. And as they're doing it, we see like for the first time, beyond the the visage, yeah, you know, they, beyond the visage of 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 uh, what we normally see, they each like the men turn silver and Gara turns gold. Yeah, and it's really kind of disturbing because you know what they are, you know what they look like? They're what? they're corpse masks. You know, these are like the kind of masks that. Like that was a thing back in the day where they would take a casting yeah. of a of a face of of a you know someone deceased you know like and that's and they would hang it up you know and like a little memorial thing. Hmm. It's like a corpse mask. It's really creepy. Yeah, that is you, creepy. It's really really creepy, and that's what they have. Like I said, the the boys are silver and and um, and the girls and in, in the gold. And it is like a corpse mask because it's a mask. It's like a casting of their face, but their eyes are closed. And they have like such a serene or like a, a calm expression on them. And that's immediately what I thought of was a corpse mask. And it's creepy. Very, very creepy. I, Die Rangers just, man, it's just, like you said, it's just kind of like clicking. And it, Die Rangers just giving me it. Yeah. The the Ranger, the decide, Gorm- they're going to fight. They're <laughs> going to fight the Gorma Triumvirate. And yeah. the way that the battle splits out. Is that Rio is going to fight Shadam Solo? Mm-hmm. Um, Shoji and Rin are going to fight Gara, and then Kazu and Daigo and... are going to fight Zaidoso. Yes, yes. That's so a good job. <laughs> yes. So they're uh, they're doing the battle thing, and they kind of get they're kind of getting beaten by the Triumvirate. Yeah, because they're, they're, they've taken they're... their monster form. Yeah, they are like, and I don't like. I, maybe it's not even their final form, but it's the next form. Yes. And they're beating up on the Rangers when the rest of the Rangers bust out uh, the big wheel. Well, uh, Gohan goes, everyone use your big wheels. Yeah. And they pull them out and Rin turns around and goes, when did you get him? He's like, like, he brought guests for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Come on, girl. Yeah. <laughs> they, they do. They knew uh Dairinkin attack. Yes. Which is like basically the, the big wheels with their individual key. Their energy, yeah. The the Gorma or the Triumvirate step aside, and all of them just lodge into the gigantic dome of Kabuki Boy. Oh, and it's really cool because, like, at that point, Rio steps forward and he kind of like activates the chi. Yeah, and then they all explode. It was really cool, defeating. What's a nice little touch though? As he falls to the ground, they do a quick camera cut, and you see the enlargement bomb in his hand. So he hits the ground, and then he explodes. But then shortly after, giant Kabuki shows up. Yeah. So they jump in, Dai Reno. And um, 
this is pretty typical of Dyreno. He, uh, Kabuki does something gross. Yeah, he... He opens his mouth and his tongue's all black and tentacly, and it comes out and it wraps around Dyreno. And this is the one where he does his uh, new move, where he does the wind, where he does the yeah, tornado. It, which was so awesome, because this is in the fighting game. This yeah. is in the old Genesis uh, and Super Nintendo... Well, maybe it's in both. Well, I, I only specifically did Super Nintendo. I know for sure. Uh, the even Genesis though, one was regular Megazord. Even though I okay, yeah, the Super Nintendo one, because uh, they had Thunder Megazord in there. They had White Tiger uh, Megazord in there, or, and they also had a uh, Shogun and uh, Ninja. Shogun was dope. He was gigantic, dude. He was so cool. I uh, love Shogun, but um. That's his move in the game. He does the whirlwind attack where he slices the air and a, and a cyclone comes out. And he does it in this. And I geeked out pretty hard because that did, did the thing from the thing. You know, like he did the thing from the thing. He did that thing. That's the same thing he does in that. Like it's, it's, you know, it's come full circle for me. It's wonderful. I don't know if Thunder Megazord ever does that in Power Rangers, but it's real. He fights Kabuki. He does fight Kabuki? Yeah, he fights Kabuki. Okay, so maybe, yeah, I just have to keep an eye out for that, but I never noticed that. Yeah. I'm also much older and a decent bit smarter than I was yeah. <laughs> when, when, the, when I was watching season two of Power Rangers originally. But, but he yeah, is killed by the storm and slash attack. Because of course he is. Yeah. He, like, the, the mistake was when when Kabuki got the tongue on him, he he didn't, like, seize him. He didn't, uh, he didn't restrain like, electrify him. his tongue. He didn't restrain him or anything, so he just grabs his sword, cuts off his tongue, does the cyclone, and then the big slash that just ends it. And it's always so cold-blooded because there's just no music of him, uh, Dyreno, sheafing the sword. Yes. You just hear the clang, and then he just stomps and stands. And you're just like... Yeah. Sold. Yeah. Sold. <laughs> Big Daddy, man. You know, don't mess with him. But so, we cut back to Gohan and uh, Shokyo, and they are yeah. kind of walking through a shrine. And he asks Shokyo for uh, Byakyo. Byakyo. Which they uh, don't reveal the name of, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. They just ask, he, just he asks ask. for the blade, and he jams it into... He sword in the stones it. He yeah. enchants it magically, jams it into a stone. He says to uh, Shokyo, try to remove it. She can't. He says... Next time someone removes this, they will be the sixth Die Ranger. Yes. Um, oh, there's probably like a s- small bit we skipped over, which is uh, he sent Shokyo with the sword for safekeeping. That's, yes. that's why she has it. And again, he's the weapons master, so he made made this. Um, so back at uh, Master Kaku's lair, they're they're kind of like. The boys are making fun of like what a weird dude, you know, Yufang or Gohan was. Yeah. And they're all like kind of imitating the the neck kink and stuff like that. While Rin's like, why is he marrying someone that's where is he fifty years younger than him? You know. And Kaku goes, oh, he already left. She's like, he didn't even say goodbye to me. I hate him. Yeah. I hate him. I don't love him anymore. But uh, he's Kaku says like, there's nothing you can, you know. It's it's basically family where it's like you can't do anything about it. Be happy that they're happy, and let let things go. You know, no one is doing st- obsessively. No one's doing anything wrong here. You know, it's two people consenting and stuff like that. She'll maybe once she becomes twenty two, you know, she'll be like, "Why am I doing this?" And that'll happen. He'll but, be dead. But she's basically basically saying you can only take care of yourself. So 
you know, be happy for them being happy and yeah. let it go. And we cut to the happy couple driving away in their Volkswagen. Not that Beetle. I recommend you if you're over, if you're thirty or over, don't date someone that's twenty. I mean, that's if not you're healthy. twenty-five, don't date someone that's twenty. <laughs> yeah, um, like oh my, you know what kind of person I was when I was twenty? Not a good one. <laughs> not not someone I would would say was a uh, like had an understanding of who they were you know yeah like that's there's a lot to still happen like it, it just i always always say you know even talking to someone my age i always try to approach it it's like remember this isn't the finished product always try to keep that in mind who you're dealing with is a finished product not saying give jerks super leeway and let them be jerks call them out for being jerks but remember it's not too much to get worked up over about because this is this is an unfinished product you're dealing with. This is someone still still growing, you know. Yes. But um, they drive off with the 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 cans. Uh, yeah, they got the that. just married cans and stuff like that, and it's and yeah, a happy ending. We get one final shot of the sword, and it says, "Who is the ranger that will wield this sword?" And then we go into <laughs> funny. It says to be end. continued here, but it didn't say to be continued in the previous episode, which this episode clearly continued. Yes, but whatever, it doesn't matter because it's awesome. The next episode. On June 4th in 1993, Three Stooges Soccer aired. Oh, boy. So and we... so right From oh, Jump Street. Yeah. From the intro to the episode. Yeah. Uh, it shows Shottam throwing, like, a bag out, and yeah. then these three Gorman it's, knuckleheads. Yeah, it's kind of giving, like, a, uh, it's kind of giving, like, a, um, a prologue real quick. Yeah. It's like, where'd these guys come from? Oh, Shottam released them. And... So we open up on this old lady that finds a phone, or what? It, it's a weird phone. It's a weird looking phone, like some kind of phone you find Pee Wee's Playhouse, and she's like, "That's weird," and she uh, she tries to use it, and sure enough, it's a Gorma. He has like the phone one... wakes up, and it's like, "Hi, I'm Telephone Sensei." Yeah, we get introduced to three wacky, wacky goofballs, and I love them all dearly. Yes, because we get Telephone Sensei, who looks like it's, she's a she has a cute, cutesy voice, and she she has a telephone head with the one eye and stuff like that. Phone dress, uh, yeah, phone dress, yeah, phone dress with working buttons and stuff. We get introduced to President Gravestone, who is a spooky, like he has like skeleton, he has like a. Sp- he has like a skeleton kind of theme going on, but he yeah. has a gravestone head with with a crack across the gravestone with a. S- so he has a, he's got a tombstone for a head with a big crack in it and an eye. He's got a skeleton hand. He's got a dirt hand. <laughs> and he has a funny voice too. He yeah, talk like this. Uh, and then we get introduced to the last one who, who rides up on his cool motorcycle. Yeah, and he's cool, made like, of Kawasaki. motorcycle. Yeah. His name is uh, General Kamikaze. Yeah. These guys, I am on board 100% immediately. Yeah. Like, I'm done. No, stop digging. You struck oil. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm, they remind me of the Ojama Trio from Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, which was my favorite stuff because Chaz was my favorite character. And when he got, you know, because in that, like, you had your spirit card. So um, Jaden had uh, Wing Karibo. Yeah. And, uh, what was this, a little dorky, chucky friend? Uh, he had, he had some, he had one too, but Chaz had Ojama Trio, which was so funny because Chaz was like this, you know, he was like this, um, trust fund kind of kid, you yeah, know, he's yeah. 
destined for greatness because his 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 uh, brothers are all incredibly successful and all that. And he, he and, wore but a blue jacket, right? Yeah, uh, he was in. Uh, yeah, he was in. Um, uh, he was an obelisk. obelisk blue, which is the highest tier. While while um, Jaden was Slifer. Like Slifer slacker. Slifer slacker, man. Yu-Gi-Oh! GX was awesome. Not big, wasn't big on reg- on the original Yu-Gi-Oh! But Yu-Gi-Oh! GX came around, and I was all for it because like this hey, I can, this I can get. You know, come on, come on, come on. It's time to get your game on. Yeah, it's a great theme. It's a uh, it still slaps. Go check it out today. You 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 bop into it. It's, it's on good. Hulu. It's it is it, on Hulu. It's yeah. a Hulu. I think it's on Crunchyroll as well. I'm sure it is. You get the original, like, you get the... I mean, that show was incredible. Like, there's some funny stuff. They didn't need to be funny with it, but they were. And not so, like, it detracts from the show because it absolutely worked. There was this one episode where they run into the Black Scorpion gang or the Dark Scorpion. They're called something like that. They're thieves, right? And they run into the leader of it named Don Zalug. (laughs) So... They had this thing. It was like, okay, we have this character. You know, what is he gonna sound like when they're uh, when they're writing this episode or writing the dialogue for this episode? Is like, so here's the layout. This is what's supposed to happen. What are we gonna do? What is Don Zalu gonna sound like when they got that dude in the sound booth? He was like, I'm just gonna do a Christopher Walken impersonation. That's that's it. I'm gonna do a Christopher Walken impersonation. Yeah. And, and said, that's what he does. That's what he does. It's so funny. It doesn't need to be. But it's hilarious. And the rest of his game, like, he plays himself. He, like, like not DJ Khaled kind of thing, but he, well, maybe, like, a DJ Khaled kind of thing. I don't know. But he, when he's playing the game against Chaz, I think he's fighting Chaz. He's either fighting Chaz or Jane. He plays a card of him, Don Zalug. <laughs> like, he plays the, the other cards, which are a gang, and they all pop out. And he's all... Then I'll play myself, you know. And he—I don't have a good Christopher Walken impersonation. It's just I have like, what a weird way to deliver <laughs> your lines, you know. I have that. Yours also it. has yours has a, a little bit of George Costanza in it. I—I <laughs> I wish I had a George Costanza. Maybe somewhere deep inside there, I have a. You have like a desperate George Costanza, not like a Jerry. Yeah. May, yeah, some, I don't know. Maybe I have a, I could work on a George Costanza, but I don't have it uh, in the tool belt. I have a Roger Klotz in, in the tool belt, but I can't say that on the podcast because it's my impersonation's profanity. Uh, uh, we'll do that on the ride home. Yeah. Uh, so, Zaidosu approaches these three Gorma, yeah. and he says, you have to go kill this, yeah. kill the Die Ranger. Or you're you don't have a home to come to, and they're like, oh, we'll, yeah, they're we'll basically nice. they're basically screw ups. Yeah. These are bad Gorma. None of them have a a particularly strong power. Yeah, we come to find out too. It's real. It's real awesome. But um, together the, they're pretty strong though. Yeah, together they, that's why they he says it specifically. That's why I put you together so you can get something done. Yeah. But um, in the meantime, Rio's with his uh, sister. He's making gyoza. Yeah. Uh, Yoko, Yoko, I think her name is. Yes. Yoko, uh, he, yeah, and he's making what? What is it called? Gyoza. Gyoza. He's making gyoza, and he's, as, as we are quick to forget, but again, we haven't had many Rio episodes, so this is kind of like a refresher. Yeah. He wants to be a chef. Yeah. You know, he wants to be a really good, like, world-famous chef. So he's making that for his friends to try out. Um, when his sister's kind of like, 
shoot off, but the whole time this is being watched on by our three Gorma dudes. Our three because Gorma we find out that Telephone Sensei's power is that she can spy on, she can listen to you, yeah. and spy on you from anywhere in Japan. With, with the telephone. Yes. And, and Graveyard President? Or uh, President Gravestone. Yeah, he... His, his gravestone can open up and he can have whatever he needs. So Nothing like too crazy, but like something unconventional, like unorthodox, but useful. Like the first time he opens it up, he has a television that's able to yeah, give shows video. The, shows the feed of what's going on at the restaurant. So they know his sister is going off on their own. He also then... Um, Oh, not at this part, actually. Never mind. They then... Um, they decide that she'd be good bait, so they're going to kidnap her. Yeah. So what they, they do is they wait till she's alone, and they kick a soccer ball at her to catch her. Because that's the theme of this episode. Yes. Yeah. Um, the soccer ball chases her all the way to, like, the dump, more or less, or, like, some kind of construction yard. Yes. And the ball... Uh, clatters into her and she's she's uh they pick her up well kamikaze drives up and, and grabs her and he's like oh don't worry you cute baby yeah I like they do you. say baby a lot you know yeah they chris jericho it yeah or adam cole what, what oh yeah baby yeah yeah um yeah because when she gets hit by the ball she goes flying in air and kamikaze uh rides up with that big wheel energy and grabs her yep and they said they say Rio gets there, but you're like, no, fighting's not really our thing, so we're going to see you on the soccer field. Come alone. The match starts at noon. Yeah. Match, so. match starts at noon. If you don't, you're, you're never getting your sister back. Yeah. The rest of the Rangers show up, or they like, um, they kind of get there and show, and Rio is telling them the situation. They're like, don't do it. It's selfish for you to go do this. Yeah, it's, it's okay for you to lose your sister. Like, it's, like, you can't, basically, you can't do this alone. We got to think it out. And he's like, there's no time. And they try to stop. Like, Shoji's like, think, you know. You can't be doing this on your own. And Ryo punches him in the mouth. Yep. And then runs off. I think that Shoji kind of has, like, a moment where he's like, again? Guys. Yeah, because <laughs> me and Dan were trying to tally it. We believe Shoji's been punched three separate this times. This is the third time that he's been punched in the mouth in this series. Yeah, because Daigo By is, a die ranger. Yeah, Daigo has punched him. Ryo has punched him twice so far. Yeah, like, Shoji's... Daigo's our... punched him twice. Or maybe he's been punched... No, yeah, no, Ryo punched him twice, because once was in the... Uh... When he was locked up. Locked up, yeah. now. And yeah. then Daigo punched him when he let that girl get thrown off a cliff. Yeah, Shoji's been punched by... This is the most... Listen to that sentence. <laughs> yeah, I heard He it. got punched when he let that girl get thrown off a cliff. Yeah. Die, Ranger, baby. Die, Ranger. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he gets punched in the mouth for his troubles. And Rio goes running off. He's all, I'm sorry, friends, but this is what I got to do. Yeah. The Gorma are waiting for him. It's like, they don't, they're like, where is he? You know, it feels like it's getting pretty late. And, and a <laughs> telephone sensei does something adorable where she takes off the, the receiver or the, the head. What is the she takes she The receiver's takes the bottom part. The, the headset. The, the She takes off the handset. And she go. She dials one seven seven on her dress, and then like a Japanese voice comes in. On the time is eleven fifty nine p.m. And she goes, "Oh, the match starts in a minute." And yeah. hangs up the phone on her head. And uh, a gravestone is like nervous, and he pops his head open, and he's like, "Let's check our fortune." And there's like a fortune machine in there where you like. So he hits it, and then they, like they get the fortune scroll, and he's like, 
Well, it said luck's in our favor. <laughs> you know, like, and they're all freaked. They're celebrating. They're like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love these dudes so much. They're they're awesome. Um, when Rio gets there, they... They, uh, they show oh, them the rules, more or less. Yes. Uh, if you score a goal, we release your sister. Yeah. If we score a goal, you die. You blow up. Yeah. Flat out, you blow up. And uh, they show that his sister is inside. They kill her clowns to her from outer space. Kill her clowns her from outer space killer clowns they, her from outer they gave her the killer clowns treatment they, kill, they gave her the killer clowns treatment they put her in a balloon y'all yeah they put they put her in a balloon Rio actually jumps at it and gets shocked for his trouble they say yeah. there's only one way to pop it and that's to score a goal on us so yeah the the match starts and it's Rio versus the three gorma and just a bunch of tropocos and Cop when that potros potros excuse me when that happens, we get the the Olay song. Oh yeah, they come we in are, with the uh, "We Are the World Champs." Uh, yeah, the, I'm, I'm gonna put it under us. Oh so. uh, yeah, yeah we, they they play the song that you can hear right now. Yeah, you get the Sami Zayn chant. Yeah, <laughs> they get the Sami Zayn chant going as Rio's running the ball down, um, but they they're able to uh, stop his advance because there's a lot more than him. Well, they stop his advance because General Kamikaze calls his motorcycle. Oh, that's storm right. Cycle. Yeah, storm cycle. Because he's like, come on, guys. And, and uh, Telephone Sensei and Gravestone are both like, you're the slowest out of all of us. You know, yeah. like, why are you telling us to come on? We're ahead of you. And so, yeah, that's when he calls storm cycle and he cheats, essentially. Yeah. And, and he's like, there's no rules. When now. Rio calls it, he goes, this is Gorma soccer. The only rule is you can't touch the ball. Is yeah, Gorm- Gorma soccer is the equivalent of street rules basketball. It's. Yeah. You do know, you remember the like monster hockey for Sega? Yeah, it's the equivalent of monster yeah. hockey or uh, the monster football league too. Yeah, They're, like those games were fantastic, and I had them on uh, Sega Channel. Yeah, that was the only way I ever played them was Sega Channel. It was awesome, but um, yeah. So that's the rules: is that you can't touch the ball, and that's it. So they uh. We didn't mention that Rio became the Red Die Ranger. He's not oh, yeah, playing he as Rio. Excuse us. Yes, he uh, aura changed, and yeah. he's uh, that's as he was running down the ball, running the ball down the field. He was morphed. When they steal the ball from him because now he's cheating, he the um, he they kick the ball at him a bunch to hurt him. Yeah, and then they go, oh, let's go score a goal. Yeah, and they uh, when they go down the field, um, Kamikaze rides ahead of everyone because he's on his bike, and he has a. Uh, Pacotros. Cod Potros. Cod Potros. Excuse me. Wow. Cod Potros. He's like, pass the ball. He's like, okay. And he passes up to him. He rides it all the way to the net. Stops. Waits for Rio to catch up a bit. And then kicks it into the he goal. He just like back kicks it a little bit. He yeah. puts his foot down yeah, and just yeah, moves he, his heel. He, yeah. He heel back kicks. He just heel kicks it. Whatever. And it hits the net. And yeah. Sure, same thing that happened to what they, what they said would happen. He, he, this lightning bolt charges out. Hits Rio blows up, and when we see him, he's out of morph. Yeah. And bleeding from the mouth. And he's just, he's struggling to get up, and he's like, ah, I'm sorry, guys, I guess this is where I die. Yeah, they they kick another goal, and when the ball hits the net, he, like, clenches, like, accepting death, more yeah. or less. And when that happens, though, the only thing that happens is the ball hitting the net. There's nope. nothing going on. We We scored, though. Yeah, it they, should be happening. They're they're they were celebrating because they won. Man, then the net disappears, and then we see Daigo standing at the other net, 
using his chi power where he creates illusions. Yeah. And Shoji is super hyping it. Yeah. And he's all the great Daigo just to my left. You know, (laughs) he's like, y'all said there were no rules. So we came in here and we made our own rules. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're all there. It's pretty cool. Um, they all immediately aura change mm -hmm. to play soccer. Uh, Kazu takes the the place of goalie, yeah. and then the other three are defensive. Other four are defensive. Yeah, I don't know soccer position. Yeah, or soccer I don't know any of that. Either. I don't know them. I know there's a striker and there's like forward and like lefts and centers and stuff like that. There's uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not going to pretend to know. But uh, yeah, Kazu. Like we said, he's playing goalie, and it's so cool because his power is just so OP. His power is incredibly OP. But they uh, end up uh, they kick a go- they kick a uh, they uh, kick the ball at him. He stops it. It rims off the yeah. top after he deflects it. Goes to another. Goes to telephone sensei, and she kicks it, and she gets it in. But he just goes, "Well, I'm gonna use my my key power, which yeah. is reverse time." He just rewinds it back to the first kick, and now when the first kick comes out, he just catches it. He just, he just, uh, there's a term like chests it or whatever. But he, he like he he catches the ball and then he throws it out to Shoji. Shoji does something really cool too. He lives up to his new name of Bullet Shoji. Yeah, he becomes a blur, a literal blur. Yes, it looks so cool as he as he uh, dashes around Kamikaze. Um, he sends he gets the ball to Rio, who uses his key. Uh, energy. To... He just powers his leg to kick it as hard as he can. Yeah, and uh, like it hits a cop potros, like well the cop potros goalie catches it, but it hits him so hard it sends the cop potros into the net along along with the ball, which breaks uh, his sister free. Uh, the... <laughs> as it says here, and I love that it says it, the three idiots grow giant. Yes, because right after that, our our boys, our 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 crew. Turn, uh, use enlargement bombs and go big. Rioseo comes down, and we get a, a, a rare s- sequence of Rioseo fighting out of warrior mode. He wraps around uh, Kamikaze. Yeah. And when he does so, uh, uh, Gravestone is punching him, and and uh, Telephone Sensei is tickling him. Yes. Trying to get him, trying to get him off, trying to trying to see if he's ticklish to get him off. Um, they they end up breaking him off, and Rioseo goes into warrior foam. Foam. Warrior foam. I like warrior foam. Warrior it's my foam. favorite thing to get on top of tea. Yeah, the warrior foam. Okay. Um, so the the Gorma now all have soccer balls. Yes. And they're saying, if these soccer balls touch anything but your feet, they explode. Yeah. Real goofy, but it's just very fitting for them. So they, they demonstrate that. They kick one at his chest, Rioseo, and warrior, warrior foam. Uh, form. Warrior form kicks the ball into his chest and it does explode and he falls to the ground. And when they ready next set of kicks, he does something cool where he puts the staff down and then he spins. Yeah. Kicking each of the balls back at the Gorma, which hit him and make him explode and they're defeated. You know, yeah. Like we're just like, that's it. That's the end of the fight. Pretty cool. Um, we're back at the restaurant or back at, yeah, the restaurant. And Rio is, uh, he served up the food to everyone. Yes. And they're all trying, they're all giving their opinion, stuff like that. The sister says, they're okay. He's like, I didn't ask for your opinion. <laughs> like, real, yeah. r- real cold. And they cut to Rin, and she goes, 
It's too much stuffing. Yeah, it's too much stuffing. Okay. I'm kidding. They're great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, a yeah, pretty happy ending. You're like, all right. And then the happiest part of this ending is that we see our three Gorma dudes, our three Gorma buddies, walking off all bandaged up. Uh, like, um, Telephone Sensei has crutches and stuff like that, and they're yeah. all talking. It's like, oh, man. like you know. We're going to get beat up when we get back. Mm. Yeah. And uh, uh, Telephone Sensei falls over as they walk into the sen- sunset, and Gravestone is like, she fell over again. <laughs> and Kamikaze is like, you all right, baby? <laughs> and, then the, and then the Gravestone's like, ah, you stupid sunset. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are delightful, and I love them. I uh, can't. Wait to see them again, yeah. Because they're not dead. Yeah, they're not dead. That's they made a they made a point about these monsters that they're different because they showed them in the beginning being released, which we'll see in the next episode. Of that kind of like keeps if there's a trend with that a yeah. little quick prologue, which I'll love. And then, but at the end though, they specifically gave them a little. They left the door open. Hopefully that. Hopefully, if they don't continue it, I hope that anytime they show up, that they're in the intro. Yeah. Yeah, that'd it, be fun. Just a quick little buffer of uh, the going goings on with the three idiots, the it's Gorma like, idiots. Oh, I'm gonna have a good time today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, the Gorma idiots are. They just jump so high off the list. They like a bullet with um with some of my all time favorite monsters, spanning rangers, and uh now Zero Super Sentai. So Zero Ranger and well, there aren't really any redeemable monsters in. Zoo Ranger, except for like the um, the genie. Well, no, uh, I forgot her name, but Fang. Oh, my Goonie Bird. Eggs? Yeah, my Goonie Bird. Yeah, she Zoo, was better. Zoo Ranger. That was wonderfully done. You know, that's yeah. one of my favorite monsters of all the series because it just it was like because yeah, in Power Rangers, like, oh my Goonie Bird eggs. You know, like it's real rough and just and, yeah. In in Zoo Ranger, she has like. A pathos, you know, she has yeah. an arc here, and there's and she's but she did make a pact with Bandora, yeah. Like, but it's is she mirrors Bandora's thing, you yeah. Know? It's for her kids, yeah. Just like you find it's really it's it's well done, it's really well done, and it's, and, and it's uh, um, it's just uh, it's good storytelling, I guess, best way to put it. It's good storytelling, and these guys were just a bunch of fun. They're they're a handful. I love them. They're all ridiculous. I like that none of them are particularly strong or uh, deadly in combat, but they have their little gimmicks and stuff yeah. like that. And like they're they're good at gorma soccer. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but that's the end of the episode, and that's the end of the, our little uh, block here. This one was a lot of fun. I, I'm really excited for the next. Uh, every Sunday when we record our three podcasts for the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always look forward to the Die Ranger one the most, which is the one we do last. It's a good, yeah, it's a good way to wrap it up. Yeah. Because it, it, it is uh, exciting, and you're, you're excited to watch next episode. Not that I, you know, I love Power Rangers, and I watch all of it. And VR Troopers, VR Troopers, we're, it's, it's such a, it's such a weird time with VR Troopers. VR Troopers is, it's here. It's a lot, it's here, it's a lot. <laughs> It's a lot funner than I thought it was going to be for sure. Um, it's definitely of its time, yeah, way more than Power Rangers. So that it's dated because of that. But there, 
I'm at, I'm finding my fun with it, and I'm I'm I'm. Uh, Ryan keeps wearing those vests. I'm in. Yeah, Ryan keeps wearing those vests. There's stuff that were that is becoming its own legend with VR troopers with us. You know, the shrine time with the daddy, and uh, Ryan and his mastery of the vest, uh, JB, and how he's a cold blooded killer. You know, I, I worry about when we when we get to meet these people about my head cannon spilling out onto their laps. Oh yeah. Yeah, I worry about being like. Yeah, and that relationship you guys had, JB and Caitlin, I worry about that. You know, keeps yeah. me up at night. Yeah. Because <laughs> what a uh, what relationship? You know, the obvious one. The obvious one. The one. The that Sunset was, Children. The one that was set up in the first couple of episodes. <laughs> yeah. That high five. Like, there's there's no subtext there. Yeah. You share that with someone. There's something going on. If you want to hear more of our VR Troopers conversations, you can go over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash powerplaythrough. Yeah, to make Sunset Children sound less insane, but just like a modicum of less insane, you'll at least find out what what the heck we're talking about. And we didn't just, at least least won't sound as much like we crammed two words together, which we definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, check that out if you want. If you want to go down that that rabbit hole, and it is a rabbit hole. It yes. is it is a wild one. Head over to our Patreon, and for as little as five dollars a month, you can hear our ramblings about Saban's VR Troopers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with that, we want to thank you all for coming out and listening to our show this wonderful Thursday, or whenever you listen to it. Yeah, ever. You downloaded our show. You yeah. know where you can find it on your favorite podcast. I'm podcatcher. grateful if you, if you. D- if you're listening to this, if you're at this point, thank you so much. You're like, thank you for just checking it out. If you want to chat with us, <laughs> if you want to chat with us, you can get us on our social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook at P Playthrough. We're on, we're on Twitter and Facebook at P Playthrough. Yeah, we're on Instagram at Power Playthrough. Got yourself, very good. And uh, we thank Rainer. Yeah, we want to thank Rainer for our theme song, Always. Power Playthrough. You, if you want to get a digital download of that, you can head over to rainer.bandcamp.com. While you're there, get yourself some merch. Get yourself some downloads of their music, not just our music with them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we got to thank Rainer, too. What else they did? They got rid of our weird bit at the end where he said, like, you know how we always say, like, you can find this pod- podcast on your favorite podcatchers? Yeah. And then we also did this weird bit where we didn't know where we went, where we just said where you can also find this podcast. Yeah, we want to thank Rainer for helping us not ruin our podcast. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, okay. yeah. I I don't think I have they anything take up else. The airspace for that, so we don't have to say anything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we have anything else to promote. Yeah. Um, may the power protect you. Oh,